All right, welcome back to Two Bros with the Show. My name is Kurt, one of the bros with the show, and I'm joined with Jer, the other bro with the show. And I have a we have a special guest today, Jer. Uh, where we have Jacob White uh, from the Chats at the Charity Stripe podcast with us today. NBA analyst, you could say. Um, he's a very he he knows all things NBA, and you'll hear a lot of NBA talk today. So, but we're also going to talk a little more basketball, talk a lot of do some trivia. But um, I'm going to just uh, Send it over to Jacob first. Have you introduced yourself to the listeners? Who are you? Um, what do you do? Things like that. Where are you from? Sure. Yeah. Thank you for the introduction. Happy to be here. Uh, so, like you said, I've got a podcast with one of my good friends, Josh uh, Stutzman, and uh, we we have the Chats of the Charity Stripe podcast. We record every two weeks. Um, we're not as as frequent as you guys. I know you guys try to do weekly. Uh, so that's, that's, that's kind of the thing we, we, uh, we try to stick to, we both have kind of busy schedules, though. we, we do what we can. And, mm-hmm. um, it, so yeah, I, we, we love NBA, um, played basketball since I was about, um, let's see, I was 11 years old, was told in my sixth grade basketball year to, to quit playing basketball. I decided not oh. to. <laughs> it's a good thing so, you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> love basketball. We, we play together every Tuesday. So, mm-hmm. you know just everything basketball. I love, I love everything. So, um, and you know, outside of that, um, I, I'm a registered nurse work in a hospital, love, love my job, everything around that. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, but yeah, I did forget to introduce one thing. I know you, you, whenever I was on your podcast, you said something nice about my jump shot. I'll say something nice about your jump shot. This guy, Jacob has a killer turnaround jumper that no one can block. It's somehow he shoots the ball on the way down and it goes in so well. So I don't know how. So I'm not sure exactly how it happens, but it works for him. So shout out to you, Jacob. But yeah. it hasn't been on the last couple of weeks. I gotta I gotta get back in the gym, start working on it again. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It looked pretty good the other day. So I was yeah. <laughs> but but anyway, thanks for being on, Jacob. We'll get to some questions for you. But Jared, how are you doing this week? I'm doing very well, Curtis. I do appreciate you asking. Um I will say one thing. Uh, I did listen to the podcast chats, the series tripe. First of all, uh, very impressed. I do enjoy it. You did, uh, introduce Curtis whenever he was a special guest as the greatest shooter you've ever seen. Um, I just was wondering if, uh, you wanted a chance to come play with me sometime and maybe we can see, uh, see if we can find a new person for that. Yeah. Hey, Hey, I I'm willing, I'm willing. My, my list is flexible. It's not rigid. So if, if <laughs> someone can overtake that, if I see something better, but all right, uh, yeah, yeah. we got a one-on-one game planned. Um, we'll see what happens there and then I'll, I'll see if I want to show up, uh, to see if hey. I can take that bet over that. Yeah. Tell me, tell me when and where I'll come watch. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I will just remind you guys all of that. Um, who won the last one-on-one Jer? You guys just want you just want to tell him or no? Uh, I'll let you tell him. I mean, we know the answer, but uh, that was well. Yeah, it was, was me. Out of shape. I was out of shape. You waited until I got out of shape. That's smart of you. Um, fair play. <laughs> okay. uh, it is what it is. So I can't can't be mad about yeah. that one. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be a fun one. It'll be a fun one on one game. Uh, hopefully, get a crowd next time. So might might have Jake <laughs> get his get Josh on here. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Get it on the podcast. Really, really. Uh, really promote it so we should see what happens um but yeah let's uh let's go ahead and move on uh before we get started um into some more basketball talk i do want to mention something real quick uh we are doing a giveaway uh jer um that is uh, is live like you can you can actually share it Uh, our giveaway is going to include uh two bros merch we're going to do some golf balls and then we're gonna do some trenton apparel so trenton apparel is uh one of our one of our sponsors that we uh promote we have a promo code two bros the number two and you can get that but we'll get some uh some apparel in the in the giveaway but a couple things you can do you can share our podcast to your story not or share our post that i made last night and then you can also follow us you have to be a new follower and the last thing you can ask a question to be entered into the drawing um, for that giveaway and what you do what will you what you'll have to do you can actually be entered in up to three times um, that is a possibility. So just wanted to put that out there. This is all because we have 5,000 total listens. So shout out to Jacob. I know he's one of those listens. So thank you for your support. 
Yeah, hey, that's that's super impressive. You know, as 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 we've started out, you know, we started in June, uh, June or July of this last year, and and it's it's to start it off to get it going, it takes a little bit, but yeah, that's 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 it very does. impressive. Congratulations to you guys. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Just talking to Mike is fun. So, um, yeah, let's let's move on to some some basketball. We're gonna start the the day this episode talking to illinois basketball since illinois basketball is playing right now uh versus rutgers um not they had a little stretch there where they're lo- looking a little rough but uh jer uh why don't you start i, I want to hear your thoughts on the team what's what's been the most impressive thing so far the last couple games and the least like the most disappointing thing so far the last couple weeks the last couple games I would say most impressive would be um, definitely the, and everybody's been talking about this, but the team chemistry and just the way that it seems like they all love playing with each other. And there's no, there's always a next man up. There's um, if one guy's down, let's say Damask isn't shooting well, Coleman Hawkins has a good game or he'll, he'll put up 20. Um, I mean, Gary or Gary, he's been, he's been stepping up. It's been, it doesn't seem like there's, if somebody like if their leading score, top two leading scores aren't playing well, it doesn't seem like it's going to really hurt them that much. It still hurts them a little bit, obviously. Um, but with Terrence Shannon back, I'm very excited to see see uh, I guess what happens. I don't. It's I think that, and this might be a hot take, but I think that there's not a lot of teams that can beat this team. I think this is the best team in the Big Ten with with Terrence Shannon, and I, I hope I don't eat my words, Curtis. I really do. Yeah, I don't think you will. Uh, me and Jacob were actually talking. I'll let you go here in a second, Jacob. But we were talking about how it's really difficult for to get Terrence Shannon back in the lineup because the team chemistry seemed really well, like doing really well. And how do you like? How do you throw in your throw in another guy? But you have to play him because he's your best player. So like that's that's the thing that's a difficult thing for as a coaching staff, I'm sure. But Jacob, uh, I know you watch Illinois basketball as well. Uh, what has been the uh, what what has been your favorite thing so far? I guess of of this team so far this season. So it, it that's you know in in that in that sense, I think Coleman Hawkins has been the most impressive and the best thing that I've seen so far this year. So we've had we've had several years now where even since he was a freshman, everyone's been saying, okay, this is Coleman's year. He's going to step up. And of course, he was kind of in the shadow of Kofi for his first couple of mm-hmm. years there. So that didn't allow him to grow much as a, a stretch forward. And um, so now he has the link, the whole length of the floor to move. Um, and, and I mean, his last game against Michigan, 21 points, 10, 10 plus rebounds, six blocks, four, four assists or six steals. I mean, it, I mean, that was super impressive. It was the first time that, uh, he's one of five players since 2010, 2011 in NCAA in the nation to do that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's just been impressive. super. Yeah, he's he's been amazing this year. I that's that's been the most impressive thing for me. Um, the whole team, of course, yeah. too, but just him him solely. Yeah. So uh, on that note, what do you think that uh, that Jared mentioned that that he thinks not a whole lot of teams can beat us um, mm-hmm. with with Terrence Shannon? What what do you expect? Like, what are your expe- expectations? Or maybe not expectations is the right word. I, I'm thinking more like. What's our ceiling, I guess, for this team? Um, obviously, I think it's a national championship personally, but is there something else that you see? Like, how far do you think? How far do you see this team going? Sure. Yeah. It. it I think. I think a good. I usually give myself like it, if I expect a national championship out of them, I expect that what's actually going to happen is like Sweet Sixteen or less. But um, yeah. <laughs> I, I would. I would love for them to win a national champion uh, championship. That would be amazing. Uh, realistically i think that they have a good chance of going deep into the 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 tournament this year uh like yeah. like you said with with if we can keep terrence shannon you know the court the court has said that he could stay but you know ruling any you know mm-hmm. anything from that ruling itself if that if something happens from that we may lose him again but uh he with him back on the team and his his downhill acceleration towards the basket i think he can get a bucket at any point where we haven't had that before so yeah. i think that's really going to help in late long long story short uh in late game situations i think that's going to help a lot win us yeah, games that's a, totally um and jay i'm interested to hear you on or both of you guys on this one 
the question I had was like, so we see Marcus Damask stepped up whenever Shannon was out. How do you see Damask in now that do you think Damask will just go ahead and like step back again like he was, or what? Wh- what's the what? What's the role going to be like now that? Um, what's Damask's role? Shannon's role? Is it just going to be the same as it was before? How I think so. Um, I think that. I mean, honestly, he was playing really well even when Shannon was playing. Uh, he he sure. had he had his good games. I mean, he had FAU um, there. That was the biggest one, obviously, but. I, I think that it just goes back to kind of how it was. I mean, I don't think – I think he's kind of fit more for that role in, in general. And, I um, I mean, he's been he's been the leading scorer most games whenever Shannon was out. But I think that his style of play, it kind of fits better as what he was before where he's kind of just a, a second guy that if you need a bucket, he can get one. Um, he can take anybody to the paint pretty much and get you a little mid-range bucket. Um but yeah, I don't know. I'm interested what you hear, uh, hear what you say. I do want to hear a super quick sidebar. Uh, I did. You mentioned us, like we we were part of the team, and I was at a comedy club this uh, last Friday, and they were making fun of people like that. So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way. I call it us, but I uh, just wanted to make a little note there. Well, I mean, yeah, that's. I think we all do it, and I think the thing is, like, it feels like we're a part of the team because it's our it team. Like I. I say us as far like when I'm talking about the Chicago Bears, and I'll never be a professional football player. So, I mean, I could maybe be a college basketball player, though. So, you were, weren't you? <laughs> well, give or take. So, like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, what are your thoughts, Jacob? Do you think that I, I agree with Jerry? I actually think, like, the as far as Damask, like, he's not fit for like to be the star player, in my opinion. He, when he, he's expected a lot. It seems like he turns the ball over a little bit. Like yes. I don't think that's just what you have to expect. But um, yeah. So what do you, what do you think about that? So my my biggest thing is I think Damask got got very stagnant in some situations where he would just back the ball down on the right wing. Yeah. He knew exactly where he's going. Right mm-hmm. wing. He's gonna back down. Either he's either he's either gonna you know pump fake, get some footwork to make a layup, or pass it to the left left wing or wherever. And that got it, people would obviously know what to how to cover that. Then you do that twice. Mm-hmm. College basketball players are are smart enough to know how to read that. So yeah, allowing him to do that maybe once or twice, start off the game, and then get a look with Terrence Shannon opens the floor so much more for him. And Damask hasn't been shooting very well from three point range. So instead right. of him having to create like a like a off the dribble shot for himself maybe Terrence Shannon is driving kicking out to a, a you know a spot up three for him rather than a than an off the dribble you know mm-hmm. hope maybe that'll increase his percentage uh we'll just have to see but I I, I think that'll I think it's gonna work out they're smart guys totally I, it, they'll, they'll figure it out eventually yeah I do agree as well. I'm excited for like them two to be playing together again. Um, we saw in the FAU game, it was very impressive. So uh, Damask is, I love the way he plays. He plays old mm-hmm. man basketball and it's just like, like he just, he's a strong body, physical guy that can, that can get to the free throw line that can play. And he, he's a, he's a very intelligent player, I think too. So should be fun to see, but uh looks like uh, as we're talking, we've made a run here and we're up by 21 points. So Shout yeah. out to the Illini for finally yeah. uh, beating Rutgers like they should. So um, <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead and move on, Jer. Uh, you want to go ahead and do trivia? Or you would you what, what, you want to get some questions in for Jacob? Uh, I say we jump over to the questions here. Um, yeah, got some uh, got some interesting questions I got for you yeah. actually. Yeah, go ahead, Jer. Uh, you take it over on this one. Obviously, um, from listening to your the chat to the series, charity stripe, you guys are very very knowledgeable about NBA. I wanna I wanna get your thoughts on the new in-season tournament i know that nobody really knew knew what was happening when it was happening even the players uh, half the players weren't even sure um i do you think that it it is because it was it was made created to solve kind of the um issue with people i guess trying early on almost right is that yeah yeah yeah. So like November, December timeframe was the worst viewed and and like competitive basketball in the NBA probably always. It it is horrible. No one tries. They just go out and that's when you'll see games that are like eighty-eight to ninety-four in an NBA game when you normally don't see that ever anymore. <laughs> like it's not because it's defense, it's just because the guys don't care. Yeah. 
Yeah. And do you, I mean, but, do you think it's solved this year? I will say the Pacers were fun to watch. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, but the courts were a little bit much at times. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, the, the, you said the courts. The, like yeah. The I'm not sure. Yeah. What, I'm not sure if that was needed. <laughs> yeah. The Bulls, I see, I, I really liked that in the jerseys, except for the red courts. The red courts made it nearly impossible. Like if you're looking at the Bulls or the Pistons, those those games are horrible to watch because I I feel like I'm watching something that is that's not basketball. Like <laughs> I can focus more on the yeah. court than I can actually For basketball. Sure. But yes, I I think that did kind of solve the the competition in that in that time frame. Uh, I, I, we saw guys actually going out and competing. Um, the the one thing that really surprised me was that was when Harden was traded to the Clippers. And so a lot of people were expecting them to make an end season run there, but they went on that huge losing streak. Now they're winning again, but I think that would have been really, really interesting to see them go deep because uh, they're really competitive this year. Uh, and I think it would have made the fight, like let's just say Lakers Clippers matched up in the end season final on the West I think that would have been a lot more fun to watch than Pelicans Lakers. I don't know if you guys saw that final score, but the Lakers <laughs> won by like fifty. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. But sure. I, I definitely think it, it helped the, the competition level during those that two month frame there. Yeah. So on that, what do you thought? What are your thoughts on this? So like we see that the Lakers. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not like a. I don't keep up ton with the NBA, but I do know a, a pretty good amount of it. My question is like so the Lakers won the in-season tournament and now mm-hmm. they're not like playing super well, you know? So is there like, what, what is there a, something there? What, why are they not playing well? Is it just injuries? Is it something that, um, that happened? What, what's the reason behind that? Uh, I think that, I think the first thing was that anytime LeBron gets into a, uh, one and done situation, he's going to turn up the, the intensity. Uh, yeah. so he, I mean, I think LeBron is enough to, to will away. And then we saw that, I mean, he won MVP, uh, as well, whenever they did win. Uh, I just think having him on your team in a, in a playoff situation, it's, it's the best thing you could possibly have. Uh, and, and I'm not, I'm not one to say that LeBron is the best of all time. I'm not in that, in that, that situation to say one or the other, but okay. uh, I, <laughs> 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 we are, you would have been we, kicked out. I would have turned you yeah. off right now. So. We are, we are, <laughs> yeah, we are strictly against um, speaking about the goat conversation on our yeah. podcast. Um, I get it. Yeah, but for for us, we like I I can't deny how how you know sure. great LeBron has been in this in this you know this his yeah. whole career. Um, for sure. But yeah, I, I go ahead. Go ahead. I know, and I was just so. I mean, this is kind of off, a little bit off topic, but not. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on the the Lakers? Didn't they do like a ring ceremony for this in season tournament? Yeah, it was like a banner ceremony, which they normally they actually said they weren't going to do, but the NBA which, basically said you have to. Okay, okay, that seems a little. I thought it was really weird. I didn't know that part, but I was like, this seems a little like lame. Like you want an in season yeah. tournament, <laughs> like. Well, but, and and we we were talking about we were talking about like who who does this matter more for if you win the in-season tournament the Pacers or the Lakers of course it would matter more for the the Pacers because then you see this team who who hasn't won anything in years and now has a banner up in their in their uh, arena the Gainbridge arena or whatever it is yeah so uh and now now they have something to fight behind like oh we won this that's really cool the Lakers have you know, 17 championships and however many, they don't even hang their, the Western conference finals banners because there's too many. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> so it, it doesn't really matter, it, matter for them at all. It, it's, I, I just think that the, the, the Lakers now are, we're seeing the holes that they have in, in their, in their game where they don't have shooting. I mean, there's, mm. they've lost games because LeBron has decided to kick out to, uh, uh, someone that's wide open. De- uh, D'Angelo Russell has been playing pretty poorly this year. Uh, you know, to this point, he can't shoot the ball. Um, oh, uh, uh, not Cam Johnson, but the other Cam. Uh, he played with. He played at Duke. Um, Reddish, Cam Reddish. Reddish. Yeah, he he's he hasn't been shooting the ball 
nor anywhere near his career averages. So he's been playing yeah. really bad. So now as we're nearing the trade deadline on February 9th, I think we're going to see a bunch of trades for shooters for them. Yeah. So would yeah. you say that LeBron is a bad teammate and makes his players worse? <laughs> is that what you're, what you're saying? <laughs> so what I will say is That's like, what, heard. Yeah. what I will say is like, there, there's, there's ways that you can be a, an amazing player and, pass in a in a like a, a good place pass to a well a good shooter is just as important as making the game winning shot lebron has made so many game winning shots i think he should be the one shooting the ball instead of passing out in those situations um but it, it, that's yeah it, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. speak much on this <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. We see it. Hey, I'll I'll say I, I, you know, growing up, I was always an MJ fan. So that's Mm -hmm. all I saw. That's all uh, I will say. Sounds good. It hasn't switched. Yeah. Good redeeming yourself there. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But uh, Joe, do you have any other questions? I have a couple more that we can ask. I have a couple more. Um, I'm going to save the best one for last. So the next one is kind of related to the end season. We talked about the end season tournament helping um, viewership and com- competition uh, early in the season. Uh, another big issue that I have, and we're a bit, we're a kid friendly podcast. We don't we don't talk about gambling very much, and none of us gamble <laughs> sometimes. Um, sometimes, but, yeah, Jared, don't listen to but, anything Jared says. I find it the general gambler. This person I know that isn't me finds it impossible <laughs> to bet on uh, NBA during the season because there's always players out. There's always some. I mean, they're resting. Yeah. They're just I mean, like LeBron was going to miss a game because, which is fair, because his kid was had his first game at USC. I right. mean, that one's fair. But in general, I guess, what is a, how can the NBA fix the issue with all these players just randomly sitting out back to back nights that will, they'll, they'll sit out. Um, right. And it kind of sucks as a fan sometimes showing up and you're, you, if you go to the game and there people aren't playing. Right. So I, I can, I can speak to that showing up. Uh, so growing up, I used to be a Knicks fan. Uh, because I loved Carmelo Anthony, he was my favorite player, and I go to the Pacers game versus Knicks on my for my 16th birthday, and Carmelo was sitting, and that's mm. when Kristaps Porzingis was there, and he he played horribly. The whole team played horribly. That was in the the dark times for the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yes, I I can I can see where you're coming from with the the showing up as as a fan with that, but it, so the NBA has started uh, implementing some things to, uh, to get towards like punishing teams for sitting players and back-to-backs. So this year we've only seen one team uh, with those penalties and it's the nets. So the nets for some reason sat their entire starting five on the second day of a back-to-back for some reason, uh, Mikel yeah. Bridges included who was on the streak for the most, games played in in consecutive in 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 this time frame there's been people who have played more consecutively but um currently he's the player with the most consecutive uh, games played and they just sat their entire bench or they're in, in they sat their entire starting uh, group wow yeah so they were fined they were fined a very large amount of money for doing that and i i, I don't know exactly how much it was but um that that's the only team that's seen penalties so far so like specifically i think we all think of Kawhi leonard and paul george on with the clippers whenever we're we're hearing that because Kawhi sits basically if there's a back-to-back he's going to sit the second game uh, most of the time or whichever one's less important in the back-to-back and yeah we haven't whether it's coincidence or it actually is like this rule is actually affecting them Kawhi has not sat in a back-to-back this year unless he actually has an injury so wow. I think we're I getting that. towards we're getting towards that a little bit more. Where team the front offices are saying, okay, we can't sit these guys because we can't lose that money. Um, it, wow. And it's not it's it's a pretty you know significant amount of change that they're getting fined for. Yeah, well, that, that's good. I think that even like talking about money, I think the one thing that that I liked about the in season tournament though is that like weren't they playing for bonuses? Yes. So so like that gave some that gave players the initiative to like play hard and actually be playing so right. um, that was a, that was a good i thought that was a really good like format thing that they did with the in-season tournament um but i think i can also attest to the 
sitting out thing, but I think ours was more for injury. I've been to three Bulls games uh, in my life, and they were all whenever Derrick Rose uh, mm. was on the team, and he did not play in one of them. So that was awful. So, But he was always hurt, though, so I can't really say much about yeah. that. But, Nazi um, Muhammad, yeah. Nazi, Nazi. Yeah, that was – Jacob, we got to tell you about our, about our uh, experience. That we went to the Eastern Conference semifinals against the Heat. Yeah. And uh, we all went, and it was – what was that, game one, Jer? Is that right? I believe it was game one, yeah. And uh, yeah. it was – what year was that? That would have been back when – I think it was 12-13. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was 12-13, and uh, Nazi Muhammad shoves LeBron, and we were there. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was course. probably one of the best – one of the best sporting events that I've ever been to, even though we were we yeah. were legit on the last row of the stadium, but <laughs> but it was still amazing. Like the atmosphere there's uh, there is worse, fun. Curtis. I went to a uh, Bulls playoff game. Uh, would have been last year or two years ago. Um, against the and Bucks? yeah, against the Bucks, and they well, I showed up, and <laughs> by the time it took me, for, took me to park, I showed up, and they were down by thirty. So um, <laughs> I was gonna say. I was watching that on TV. I was like, man, Jerry, I'm really glad I'm not that at that game. So, <laughs> But I was standing room only, and uh, no, I didn't realize that they don't have – they have too much standing room, apparently. And I was standing, <laughs> like, at the worst spot in, in the world. Um, never doing that again. But <laughs> That's funny. Um, I got way um, too excited after watching. Uh, watching. They, I think – I don't remember. I think it was like a play-in game. They won the play-in game. I'm watching it, and I'm like, I got to go. And I just buy the ticket on the spot. Uh, never ever letting. Uh, I'm always gonna wait at least at least a day before making those decisions. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call, Jer. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's talk. I got another question for you, Jacob. Uh, you talked yep. about the trade deadline up um, mm-hmm. a little bit ago. What do you think are the biggest? Do you have any sense of biggest moves that are gonna happen? Do you think that Zach Levine is gonna be traded to the Lakers or some other team? So uh, I think Levine will probably be dealt this uh, by the, the trade deadline. I'm not sure to where yet, though, because yeah. the the Lakers are also in talks for DeJounte Murray from the Hawks as well. Oh, okay. um, there's your shooting that I was talking about earlier as yeah. well. Uh, so I'm not sure which one they're going to try and go for. DeJounte Murray has now hit two game winners straight for the Hawks. Uh, so I, maybe the Hawks are going to try and keep and keep a hold of them. But in my opinion, if he's really that good, you wouldn't need to hit a game winner first off. That's that's just my opinion. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but, maybe. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I think Levine would probably be – a better fit for them just because he can shoot threes and he is just a killer attacking the rim. Um, when he puts yeah. you on a poster, it's, it's a highlight reel for the next decade. It seems for sure. like, uh, for sure. So is I, there any I think, other moves that you see? Well, I think the biggest one has already happened that I was, that I was thinking of is, is Siakam to the Pacers. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Pascal Siakam was dealt from the Raptors to the Pacers. And right. that included like three, three guys like Jordan Awara, Bruce Brown that played for the Nuggets last year. He was in that trade as well, um, which yeah. I think I think he's probably the next name that would probably get shuffled. Um, it next biggest name, even though he's you know six man bench type player. Um, there's not really too many big names, and this free agency coming up too in the off season is not really a whole like star studded cast as well. The biggest one is Pascal Siakam, who just signed with the Pacers and is already up for for another another contract after this so we'll see yeah that's good yeah i know i just knew zach levine's name was thrown around so i didn't know i knew it was the lakers a lot but he'll probably Mm -hmm. be gone from the bulls right regardless i would assume so i would assume so derozan will stay or no i i personally think that if they're gonna have anyone as their cornerstone it needs to be derozan just -hmm. because of his experience uh i i from what I what I've seen, like reports wise, I don't think that he is going to be traded anywhere. Okay, well, good. Yeah, I, I would I would rather have Levine out than DeRozan mm-hmm. personally, but so we yeah. just need to uh, get rid of everybody. Honestly, they're yeah, they're never going to win the win at all. No, let's be honest, they're never going to win at all with those guys. Yeah, it's I don't know. The Bulls are another topic that I could I watch. I occasionally watch NBC Sports Chicago. Yeah. I'll just throw on the Bulls game. And, Every time I wish I didn't. So it's like, it's Josh, <laughs> Josh and I, to watch. 
Josh and I have a vendetta against uh, Nikola v- Vucevic, uh, <laughs> yeah. and the not a huge fan. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He just kind of stands there and doesn't do anything. So yeah, he's not, not a huge fan. Thing, so <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Jerry got last question for him. Yeah, I got this. Is uh, one of my favorite questions. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you're a 2K guy. You know, you played a little 2K oh, yeah. back in the day, as did I. Um, as we, as I'm sure we, all our listeners did as mm-hmm. well. What was the most OP slash for our listeners that don't know what that means, um, I don't really know either. I think it's overpowered. Um, <laughs> yeah, t- uh, g- team of all time in two K that you played. I know that. Um, I for me personally, it's got to be the 08 Rockets. You're not going to believe it, but I uh, for some reason I I was able to put up crazy numbers with Kyle Lowry. I one time scored 108 points in three quarters <laughs> with him. Um, so. I don't know why that makes sense or at all, but you get the little red circle and you start making everything. So, um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. That's who it was for me. So for me personally, the, the, the team that it, I would go to, this was, this was back in 20, it was 2k 16, I believe 2k 15, 2k 16. I think it was one of those two. Um, I scored, I had, I had 12 minutes, 12 minute quarters on and I scored 238 points with Damian Lillard. So <laughs> The Trailblazers. <laughs> so that was my team. Okay. That okay. was my team. Uh, and it, I, I think I was playing like the Hornets too. So it wasn't much of, I think it was the Bobcats back then. They hadn't changed yet, but uh, yeah. it was, it was probably one of the worst teams to play against. Uh, but still I, that, that was my team to play with, but um, notable, amazing teams to play with uh, 2016, 2017 and 2018 Warriors. Uh, you know, they're obviously usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the let's see, the Bulls, the '97, '98 Bulls. If you're doing throwback teams, um, I really like the Rockets in 2016, 2017, uh, with with Harden and Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. that was a really good team to play with. Um, the one, the team that actually almost beat the Warriors in their dynasty years. Uh, oh, people forget that's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. They they were really good. they were a game away from beating. The Dynasty Warriors, uh, so it was it was really good. Um, I th- those are the big ones. I think I I skip if I buy a two K. I skip a year every, every, in between because nothing really changes year to year. It's usually every other year that something changes. So, uh, so like the no, go ahead. So no, you were you brought up the Bobcats earlier. That was my team oh, for yeah. some reason. So <laughs> the, Kim, the Kimball Walker Bobcats. It, so I don't know. I, I I'm not a, I'm not a uh, I never played video games really, but I was a friend. I did a franchise mode or whatever with the with the Bobcats and mm-hmm. Kimball Walker just went off every time. He was like, I think he averaged like forty five a game for me. So it was like, why why would I trade him? Like he was. Yeah. The, I think I played like six years with him or something, and he was the only player that I did not get rid of the whole time. So so was that yeah, was that so. like the was that like the Kimball Walker Michael Michael Kidd Gilchrist uh, Cody Zeller yes. was that that team yeah. yeah that was that team yeah Michael Kidd Gilchrist was the worst though he sucked. he really was yeah <laughs> so yeah he was awful I was like he was my first guy to be traded I think and in yeah. 2K like his shot is terrible anyway and but in 2K it's even worse so it's like <laughs> he he couldn't make a shot to save his life so so, I, so that I, was that was from the clouds but. Yeah, I, I play a lot of my team whenever I'm playing 2K, and so they make the most OP cards that you could possibly imagine. Like they have this year uh, 2K24 that I've been playing. Uh, they have a Shaq card that is, I, I think the highest it goes to is 90, 95 or 96. His free throw is 100. <laughs> okay. Like it doesn't even make sense. It, yeah, it, it, it really say. just doesn't make sense at all. It, and then, like, I, I was going up against him, it, like, whatever that team was, and he was just making free throw after free throw. I'm like, how is this even possible? This this makes absolutely no sense. Um, and, and an automatic cheat code on any my team ever is Hakeem Olajuwon. If he's if he's okay. ten feet from the rim, he's gonna dunk it. <laughs> it, it, it ten feet and in, he's just automatically gonna dunk it. <laughs> so. Those those are kind of like the most OP guys that I've I've used. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, great. I uh, I used to play quite a bit. And I don't want to don't want to brag here, obviously, um, but I'm going to. They uh, <laughs> in college we had a I bought a whiteboard 
and we put it on our wall and we would keep a record of our 2k stats and <laughs> against all against each other and i i started off 33 and 0 did it 33 wins wow. in a row yeah against good, all my roommates job, and all that um eventually they caught up to me and i finished like like 40 and like 20 but uh people don't <laughs> people don't rec- they're not gonna remember that so this is like Jared's proudest moment. It is. I was, yeah, I was, <laughs> I used to be uh, quite the 2K player. I'm not going to lie. Good job. You, Good job. You Jared. basically job, completed yeah. an entire college basketball season undefeated. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> true. so true. And then we had yeah. a tournament after everybody else got good. And we let, for some reason, my, at the time, 16 year old little brother play. And he beat me in the first <laughs> round. So um, I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah. It was yeah, an offensive yeah. rebounds. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It always is. Yeah. My uh, my friend, I got, I got a shout out, uh, Zach Sowers. He's played basketball with us a couple of times. So at one point, yeah. he was ranked like within the thousand in the world, like in two K. In two K, yeah. This wow. was before they had this. It was I think it was like two K fourteen, two K thirteen, two K fourteen. He played a lot. He was really good. Um, I don't I, I don't think he plays anymore. But that was before they had any like competitive esports or anything. Or else I feel like he would have been on a team somewhere. <laughs> That's impressive. That is yeah, awesome. yeah. That is what really are, impressive. What's your thoughts on off ball defense? Um, or what do you call it? Wherever you're, you're not guarding the guy with the ball yeah. when you're playing. I know a lot so of people I, are I, pretty hot takes on those. <laughs> I've yeah, never heard of I, this. It tells you how much I play this. <laughs> I don't. I don't care about it a whole lot. Uh, but if you're like at usually if you're playing like against another person in the room, I'm OK with that. You usually do like on ball defense. But if if you're playing CPU where the stat everything's stacked against you, you're playing like superstar mode and it, it, they're going to shoot it and make it every single time. I'm always playing off ball so I can get a rebound. <laughs> or else you guys just kind of stay there. I had to play a little bit off ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. That's funny. Yeah, I wouldn't have known anything about that. But uh, <laughs> it's always a hot, hot, heated conversation in the apartment. Uh, yeah, every year, every time we played. That is hilarious. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Jacob, uh, I have one more question, uh, and then Good. I'm going to we're going to run do some trivia, then we'll wrap it up. But um, so, real quick, give me your um, just because I'm curious. Give me your who's the who's an underrated player in the NBA, an overrated player in the NBA, and then the most exciting rookie to watch right now. So um, I'll actually start with the rookie. So yeah. if you're wanting to, if you're wanting to see someone who has the best fundamentals of any rookie, uh, look at the Miami Heat and Jaime Jaquez Jr. Yeah, his footwork is amazing. Yeah. Uh, you can tell that he spent the four years in college at UCLA. Mm-hmm. They developed him so well. Um, he's been playing super well. Um, I other rookies, I think we would be seeing more like better numbers from women Yama if they used him better if you watch a Spurs game it's like people are avoiding passing him the ball it is the weirdest <laughs> thing ever it's like you just throw it up eight feet in the in the air and he, he's gonna catch it yeah he doesn't even have to jump he just puts his arm up right. and he got it right yeah so I think we would see better numbers from him if his team actually included him in things and they wouldn't run uh, Jeremy Shohan as the point guard I'm not really sure why they're doing that. Um, I've watched like two games and that I, their their team makes zero sense to me. It doesn't. Yeah. Devin Vassell is playing out of his mind usually, but he he's the best part of their team so far this year. Um, Chet Chet Holmgren is the other one to, to watch as well uh, for for rookies. I mean, he's he's playing that's really also, well. That's also controversial because he's one of those guys. You know, is he really a rookie? Like, right? How's that? How? I don't know. I don't know how it's, I feel about it. It's kind of like the Ben but... Simmons, Donovan Mitchell thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. But yeah. I would agree with you. I, I think that whenever I asked, thinking about that question, Jaime Hawkins is the one that came to my mind. So, but yeah, yeah. What are the, what about those other two? The underrated, so, overrated. So uh, overrated, I think right now. Um, I think people are really hyping up Anthony Davis. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, he's he's an extremely good player, but I, usually extremely good players are able to pull their team out of things. And as we've talked about earlier with the Lakers, um, and I don't want to say he's like super underrated or overrated because I, I mean, he's doing what he can with the team that's built around him. Um, but when you have LeBron on your team, you should be succeeding more mm-hmm. <laughs> in my opinion. And For so sure. that's, that's, I think he, I've seen a lot around Anthony Davis though, recently where he's playing so well, but then you look at the box score and they lose by 20. 
or 15 or yeah. whatever it is. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I will say with Anthony, Anthony Davis, we, we were making predictions for the end season tournament, who's going to win, who's going to get MVP. And I said, if Anthony Davis got 20 rebounds, they were going to win. And he got exactly 20 rebounds and they won. There you go. <laughs> so, you know your NBA. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It was kind of just like a, a hot take there, but I, yeah. I guess it worked out well. So, yeah. Um, and then my underrated player. I think everyone's starting to to warm up to this guy a little bit more, but Tyrese Halliburton for the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Um, he is he, – I think he's still underrated. I mean, he he's consistently dishing out 15 assists per game if not more his, his assist to turnover ratio, I think is like, it's up where upwards of like nine, somewhere up there. It's nine to one. It's, it's something we haven't seen since magic Johnson in the seventies, early eighties. Yeah. So I think he's he's, pretty underrated. Yeah. He's impressive. He's very impressive. And I I like watching him a lot. Um, Is he, who's the, did I make this up? He's not the leading scorer in the NBA right now, is he? No, Embiid is. He Embiid, Embiid has. Okay. Uh, I think he's thirty-five or thirty-four points oh, per that, game. That's, that's right. I did see that. Yep, that's who I was. That's who I was he's, thinking of. He's so. the leading assist uh, assist person. Okay, definitely. Okay, yeah. Well, awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, Jared, let's do some trivia, then we'll wrap up. So the way we're going to do this, we've been doing some trivia. We'll probably do NBA trivia for, or I will. Mine will be NBA just for Jacob. I want to test his knowledge i know he's got a lot of nba knowledge so really test it out here but um and then so what we'll do is i'll come up with the topic then jer and jacob will um like tag team together to figure out the answers and then the opposite jer will give us one and then me and you me and jacob will do it so uh jer do you want to go first you want me to go first oh yeah i can go first uh i got a pretty good one i like here uh it's it's, uh the most points scored by rookies on their debut, um, oh, ooh, I don't know. This is real tough, but there's some big names on here. I, mean, I kept okay. it where there's some big names, but there's some names you'd probably surprise you. So, um, I did since 2000, though. Keep it simple. Don't want to get once you get those old people, nobody's gonna know. Um, especially when you're talking single games. Um, but yeah, there's, I'm gonna do the top ten. We'll see if you can get the top uh, five out of the top ten. And like I said, there are some big names here, so you should be able to grab some of them here. So since two thousand, is that right? Since two thousand, yeah, we did since two thousand. That way, we're not, uh, like I said, not trying to get all these yeah. super old players. Um, how uh, how how long are we getting? Uh, we'll go we'll go we'll go two minutes on this one, Curtis. Uh, this one, okay. There's some names on here very recent too. Uh, I don't know. Okay. We'll see if you can get them. So, all right, time starts now. All right, Jacob, you go first because I have. Uh, I'm gonna say O three LeBron. Not on the list. He's oh. actually on the list, just not in the top. Not 10. top he's in like uh, Donovan Mitchell. Is he on there? He's on the list, yeah. but he's eleventh. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Get a little better. <laughs> I think I think Paulo Paulo Mancaro. Did he have a good start? He's not on the list. It'd be just by the, the problem is a single game. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, James Harden. No, no, no. It's Kevin Durant. My bad. Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant on the list. Number nine. Okay. Yeah. One. Nice. Okay. Ooh, this is tough. This is really tough. Um, but let's go Dame. Dame is not on the list. Wow. This yeah. is incredible. Uh, Here, I'll give you a little hint. Uh, since yeah, give us a hint. I'll give you a couple hints. Um, One of these. Potentially the best, one of the best players in the NBA right now. Not right now, but cool. of all time, all right. not really of all time. I don't know how you want to say it. <laughs> Did we You're say KD? Yeah, yeah, we got KD. KD, yeah, number yeah, nine. Okay, he's number one. So that's oh, yeah. what's one. Uh, give me um, greatest shooter of all you time. Said greatest shooter of Steph Curry. Curry. Steph Curry. <laughs> there we go. Okay. <laughs> I want to say Jokic so badly, but he didn't do anything. There's no way, right? (laughs) Yeah, he's not. Number one is Milwaukee Bucks, early two thousands. Milwaukee Bucks. Brandon Jennings. Brandon Jennings. Yeah, fifty-five points. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That is incredible. His first, (laughs) his first game. Wow. That's insane. Uh, Let's go. These are it's so hard to think on the spot. Yeah. It's I, so hard to think on the... I did type it in. It is giving me by rookies. Sorry. 
That was not by the first game. Okay, but still, fifty-five points. Oh, just rookies. Okay, not All by right. the okay. debut. Okay, okay. Uh, Clay Thompson's not on the list. I'm just gonna start names. No. Uh, okay, last um, time, uh, I'll read off the lead rest of them for you here. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon Jennings, <laughs> Trey yeah. Young, oh, okay. Okay. Charlie Villanueva. What? That's sure. shocking. 48, 48 points. He was That's really shocking. good, though, his rookie year, wasn't he? Um, Blake Griffin. Okay. Elton Brand. This one last year, Kenneth Lofton Jr. People forget. He had that one game where he had. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The Grizzlies, yeah. Yeah. Um, Anthony Edwards, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, and Jalen Green. So, Green's on the list. Jalen Green, number ten. He had uh, forty-one points. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I apologize. Maybe that was a little hard. I I was trying to find right in the middle. It's hard to find. Like, not too easy, not too hard. Yeah, I know that's the thing, but it's also just so hard, so much harder than you think to think on the spot. Yeah. Like I would, I would have thought like. Like, I couldn't even think of Steph Curry for a while. So, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so all right, mine's going to be a little bit easier, so you two can work together here. But um, I think Jacob is going to get this one. I feel like he'll, mm. he'll knock this one out of the park. Uh, so I'm going to go since 2010 here. Can you name the uh, – can you name the – Winning coaches, the winning coaches of Ooh. the NBA championship since 2010. So me, since 2010, uh, we're gonna say, uh, give me, let's say, let's say five of them. Yeah, five of them will work. No, uh, six of them. Six. How many are there? Okay. I feel like there's a lot of repeats. There's several repeats. Not a, not as many as you think, but there are okay. several repeats. So, so the winning coaches. Yeah, hold on. Uh, you only get a minute on this one. So. Okay, I got it. Okay, ready? I feel and like I go. got this. Okay, so uh, Spolstra with the Heat. Okay. Uh, we got Popovich with the Spurs. Okay. Uh, we yep. got um, Ty Lue Kerr. with the Cavs. Yep. Kerr with the Warriors. And uh, Mike Budenholzer with the Bucks. Okay, yes. Yeah. Um, you win? Did the Mavs win? Was that no in the thousands? Yeah. Well, 10, 10, 11. You're right. Been 10, uh, yeah, right? It would have been 10, 11. Who was that? Was that Rick was Carlisle? Rick Carlisle, yes. Wow. Um, so, um, yeah, Mavs, Spurs, Heat, Warriors, Lakers in COVID Lakers year. won. Uh, that was. Lakers would have been, it would have been technically 2010, yeah. Frank Vogel, right? Uh, With, in the COVID year, it was Frank Vogel, yes. Who was uh, 2010? You said 2010? 2010, 2010, yeah. Who was that? It's a pretty simple answer here. That, that wasn't my – oh, that was uh, – oh, my gosh. He coached the Bulls, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, my gosh. Come on, guys. What is his name? <laughs> he went from there to be the GM of the Knicks. Holy cow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's time, it guys. You guys it got pretty much everybody. <laughs> you got everybody. Uh, I can see his face, at least. Does that count? Okay, it is Phil Jackson. Phil, Phil Jackson. Oh my Phil goodness! Jackson. I think <laughs> the only cow. person on that list that you did not get was uh, was or did you Jacob might say was Mike? Oh, oh, last Nuggets. last year, uh, Mike yeah. Malone. Mike Malone, yeah. Good job, good job, guys. Good list. I thought you guys would do pretty well on that one. Um, turns out I think I had my the first list was actually not the there was. I was looking and it said uh, Monty Williams won a championship. I was like, well, that's definitely not true. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it was real close. <laughs> it was close. Yeah, I'm not sure what list it was, but I figured I got I got it though. So, uh, but yeah, that was good. Um, but yeah, we always like to do a little trivia. Yeah, uh, always fun. It's just so hard to do it on the spot though. Monty Williams <laughs> is, is never winning a championship again because he's with the Pistons <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, so too bad. How 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 bad are they actually? That's the um they're they're pretty bad uh <laughs> you think um, they're worse so, you think they're as bad as their record shows yes they play a lot of I, I games, I like, don't they? okay what what was it don't what they have some talent though so don't they play a lot of close games they just always lose them they do yeah so they they almost beat the celtics it, they went to overtime with the celtics I, they were um, up 20 weren't they a half yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah right yeah. Well, um, Jacob, one last question. I'm really curious to know this. Why sure. is why do you like the NBA more than you like college? Um, I think it's been since I've been younger. I was really okay. young, and I really just started watching watching the NBA. Um, the first person that really 
turned me into liking basketball was Kobe. Uh, just okay. watching watching his gameplay, it was just so so much fun to watch. Um, and just and anyone who is getting into basketball now, just go watch his mindset in games mm-hmm. and just listen to how he talks and how he his just air around the game around the game. Um, rest in peace, obviously one of the mm-hmm. best players we've ever seen in the game. For sure. uh, but uh, he he brought me to liking basketball, and then I got involved with 2K, and then I learned a little bit more around the game with 2K, and I actually yeah. learned some of the 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 like rules of the game through 2K. Whenever I wasn't fully yes. like in my basketball in my yes. basketball like yeah, yeah. playing in high school, so yeah, it was, it was well, yeah, fun. Yeah, for sure. I was just curious about that. Uh, but Jared, do you have anything else to ask Jacob, or are we you good? No, I think uh, yeah, I did really well. Did a really good job. Thank you for uh, coming on. Um, always good to have a guest, and especially someone knowledgeable in uh, NBA a lot more than I am. I maybe one day I'll get there if uh, if it becomes easier for my friend to uh, be able to gamble on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, thank you so much, Jacob. Thank you for uh, uh, taking some time out to be on the podcast. Uh, I want to say really quickly that I am super thankful that you did not stop playing basketball in fifth grade. So, um, <laughs> so shout out to shout out to that coach for um, getting <laughs> getting you uh, motivated. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, thanks so much for joining us. I'll have to do it again sometime. But yeah. make sure you guys check out what your quick plug uh, where you can find it. Where's your, where's your podcast? Yeah, yeah. First off, everything? first off, thank you guys. It's it's been a pleasure. This was really fun. Um, you, everyone can find uh, Josh and I uh, at, w- under our podcast at the Chats the Charity Stripe Podcast or CACS Pod at, on Instagram, on Twitter or X, whatever it's called now. And uh, w- all of our all of our um, episodes go up on. Apple, uh, Apple podcast, anything, anywhere you can get podcasts. So like, uh, Spotify is our, our main one usually, but, um, Apple, Apple and, uh, Amazon and wherever. So you can find us there. Very good. Yeah. Check them out. Especially they do a great job. Uh, they do a really good job of just analyzing all the things, but thank you so much, uh, for everybody listening. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram, uh, find us on, leave us a, leave us a review. If you could, we would really appreciate it as well. It really helps us out. But, um, on that note, we will see you guys later. Bye guys. See ya.